Thanks for listening to the weekly Overflow Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy. All right, if you guys can find your seats. I can't look at anybody. We're going to go ahead and get started. That was a great connection time, guys. Pat yourself on the back. We could have had lunch with that kind of break we just had. All right. Today we felt like um, since it's the last day of the year, we would kind of reflect back on all that God did in 2023, which we know is a lot. Wow. What's that? Let's hear about it. I am happy to tell you. I prayed earlier. So presentations, I'm always a little nervous. They're going to be dull and boring. And so the Lord helped me not fear the dull and boring. His answering prayers. All right. You guys all know Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And I really just felt 2023 was a year for so many people to really just keep your hope on. I know that so many of you were contending for a lot of things this year. And I just want to say way to go with keeping hope alive in the midst of trials, in the midst of difficulty, um, that you guys are just, I just feel like you're going to just abound in this next season. All right. I don't know if you guys remember or not, but we we prayed for like, I think, We'll get to it later, but we prayed a lot this last year, which is amazing. Uh, we started off with our Wednesday nights. Prayer's good. It is. Oh, I, I got to stay focused. I have so many places I want to go. Okay, so we started off the prayer the there with prayer, and we actually had these four specific um, things we were going after as a corporate body. Kingdom advancement, hosting God's presence. Wow, God answered that today, didn't he? he uh, healthy family and powerful revivalists. So what Jesse and I wanted to do for a little bit is if you just want to take a minute or two, um, if you have any testimonies that you want to share of breakthrough in any of these areas over this year, we want to invite you up to the microphone here, not everybody at once, and share something God has done because we know there's a lot he's done this year. Anyone? Come on. Hi, everyone. For those who don't know me, I'm Kevin, uh, active duty Navy now, so Fireman Ellis. And uh, so about July, I believe it was, I took the ASVAB, which is like the test to see what you qualify for. And I prayed beforehand because I studied for like maybe 15 minutes max. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm boned. Uh, so I took it and I got in the 93rd percentile, so that basically qualified me for any job under the sun in the Navy, and I went with the most challenging, which uh, for me was nuclear, so uh, now I am a nuclear mechanic in the Navy, and I'm, I'm so glad I was able to come back for uh, two uh, worship sessions, yep.
And, uh, well, hopefully God will answer my prayers of being able to come back after A school graduation. But worst case scenario, I'll be back next year. Ooh, yeah, that too. Oh. Yeah, this year's been a long year, actually. Wow. So it was May, I believe, right? Yeah, I think it was May. Uh, May, it was me, my little brother, and two of my really close friends. We all came here. We had the cow trough right here. And uh, we all got baptized. It was a great, great time. Uh, and ever since, I felt much closer to the Lord. And uh, that's probably why I prayed before the ASVAB. <laughs> and without that, I don't know what I would have gotten. Ugh. So, yeah. Uh, that's my Thanks, testimony. Kevin. It's awesome to have you here these last few weeks. Yep. Thanks for sharing that. Do we have anybody else who wants to come up and share? You can have a seat. Thanks, Kevin. Are, are we having a whole family come up? Come on. Bring it. I better scoot over to make room for the family. Come on, guys. I'm not used to being I, I, I on stage. You are. We're in the Lord lap zone now, aren't we? <clears throat> we're in, <clears throat> so we're the Webbers, the Petersons, and the Fagans. Ugly Buckers. Uh, so we have four kids. James, who lives in Florida, uh, and Trisha. And then one that we want to talk about, and then Allie. So for those of you that don't know, we have a prodigal son. And um, we have been praying for a long time, years and years and years, um, I think seven or eight. <clears throat> and so for reasons that we don't understand, um, this Thanksgiving, uh, Corey and his family opted in to come to Thanksgiving. So, yeah. so we thank all of you for praying for us, with us, and um, we couldn't be more blessed. This is just something that's out of the world, you know. So <clears throat> I want to leave time for others to say what's on their heart because I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah. I know. I'm going to leave room. Um, they came to Christmas. Uh, and they are coming to New Year's Eve tonight. <laughs> I want to give God all the glory because it's, it's amazing. I just want to release more breakthrough for families. If you've been praying for relationships just to be uh, just to be restored, I just release that over you in Jesus' name, that there would be increase. Um, yeah, in Jesus' name, prodigals come home. We're waiting for you. Amen. Oh, now I'm laugh crying. Hey, so I just thought of something I wanted to share with you. So recently I did a sozo, 
And very long story short, at the end, one of the gentlemen said, I had to go out to the garage and get a, a highlighter because I needed a highlighter for the session. And as I was going through the drawer, he said there was a picture, and the Lord told me, take that picture. And he looked at it and he said, this has nothing to do with what's going on, but okay. So he obeyed. At the end of the session, he wanted to share with me. <clears throat> he said, I don't know why I was told to, to bring this, but now I know. And he handed me a picture. If I had my phone, I'd show it to you. And it was a picture of the prodigal son coming home. That's like, how, how does that happen, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll bring that sometime. That's amazing. Prodigals coming home. Amazing. Anyone else? Oh, we have two coming up. Hold on. Can you sit right there? Kevin, can you move your hat? Go ahead and come up here, Susie, and come on up. Hi, guys. I'm Betsy, if you don't know me. But since we're talking about prodigal sons and everything, I just want to share with the fact that even though my dad passed away from cancer earlier this year, I had the pleasure to bring him to the Lord. And it's from all the prayers from my friends and family and everybody else that was out there. Um, it was seven years in the coming in, in talking to him. And um, I just want to share that because you guys are, are hoping and praying. And it's one of the things that are there now that we're just going to say more, Lord. Continue that others are going to come too. Amen. Heavenly Father, I just ask you now to just do a mighty move and continue what you're doing here in, in your presence now and then just go out. So each time we come in contact with those people that are lost and, are, and you're waiting for them to be found, that we are a light to them, that we bring them into your presence, whether it's through a smile, a hug, or a word, Lord, continue to move and soften their hearts and bring them into the fold. In Jesus' name. And I, I've had most of my life of it over a large parts of my body. They sent me to IU hospital many years ago to try to get treatment, and uh, nothing helped, and um, they would make up medications for me. This was decades ago, and I've had it most of my life. And there were times it was all over my face. I couldn't go out in public, all over my back, and it's miserable. And you itch constantly, and you bleed, and you lose skin. And it's come and go in various places, and... Um, the last several years, it wasn't as bad as it had been, but it, it's miserable. Keep me up at night. One day, I was walking out of the shower, and I looked. There's my soiree. It was just gone. I looked everywhere. It's gone. But this is the funny thing. I, well, I mentioned it to Bob, and he said, oh, yeah, he laid hands on me in the spirit. He didn't even touch me, and it was gone. But it's funnier still because I was touching my skin once I thought, what is going on with my skin? It felt like, literally, it felt like silk. And I mentioned that to Bobby. He said, oh, yeah, I pray and ask that the Lord make your skin like a baby's bottom. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't quit laughing. I think that was the funniest thing. It, to me, it's like God has a sense of humor. It's just hysterical. So...
is there anybody in here who who you would like to receive that healing breakthrough for you with skin? Come back up here, Susie. You're not done yet. We gotta we gotta give away freely. Give what's been freely given, right? So can you pray? Just pray for the Lord to to release that healing on anybody that needs it in here. Lord, you are so wonderful, and I thank you for the healing you've given to me and my skin. I know the misery of these things, and I just ask your healing. I release your healing on all here that have skin issues in the name of Jesus. I just pray for healing in Jesus' name over yes, all here with skin diseases. In Jesus' thank name, be healed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Baby butt skin impartations. <laughs> Amen. Just a few weeks ago, um, I had a one of the my coworkers come to me and tell me that she had a lump in her breast, and she hadn't told anybody else in school. And she, I think, was coming to me because she wanted me to pray. And so, um, and I'm, you know, I told her I was praying for her, and I texted her and prayed for her when she was having our appointment. And she said she went back in, and they did scans, and there was nothing there. And I said. And I just was like, God is so amazing. And she she believes in God. So I think it just like, and she's been going through some really, her husband lost his job and just has several things going on. And so she just was super encouraged. And so what I'm asking right now is two more teachers came to me the week of, like right before break, like Thursday and Friday, telling me they have lumps in their breasts. They haven't told anybody, but I'm telling you because... I just love both of these people so much, these teachers that I work with. And so I'm pr I told them, I am praying for you that God will just take it away. And so, and this is just like building faith up in me because I, I am scared sometimes to pray these things because then I'm like, what if God doesn't? And then what if he like, you know, what if he, they then don't believe that he's, you know, real like that? And so it's just building faith up in me as well because it's just been incredible. So. Two more people we're praying for. The lumps will be gone. Yes. So. And one of them is going for appointment on the second. So I'm like praying for that, that it'll be gone when she goes for a scan. She's going to have a biopsy as well. So. Um. Okay. Yeah. Jesus, we ask right now for um, these two teachers that came to me, and I ask that you would just do a miracle in their lives and remove any lumps in their breasts, that they would go for their scans and their biopsies, and there would be nothing, and that they would just feel your love like they've never felt before and know that you are so real in their lives. Jesus, thank you, and I, and I pray that over anybody else that may be experiencing really any health issues, but specifically in this um, uh, just lumps in breasts and, and cancer or pre-cancer, that, that you would just remove it in Jesus' name. Oh, come on. Anyone else? Come on. Well, um, I 
articles go. Sorry. <laughs> um, I have three children. Richard and I don't have children together, but I have three children. They're all adult children. Well, last, well, in January, when all that was going on, my kids came here for a visit. My son, who's now 46, and his wife and two kids. Well, they told me that they are now moving here. And I had not had a birthday, Christmas, or New Year's with my son since he was eight and he's 46. So, yeah, so he's... Then my daughter, who's 44, said that, well, Mom, I think I might come there too. So, <laughs> so God is so good that, you know, he's, he's bringing them back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just hold it. Yeah, it's high technology. Hey, guys, I, I think many of you have already know that my father's been dealing with kidney issues for a long, long time. Uh, he's been working with 15% uh, right on the border of having to go to dialysis. We all, almost lost him about a year and a half ago. Uh, he was sent home essentially from the hospital and said, sorry, Get your affairs in order, and, and that's about it. Uh, luckily, we've got him to another hospital where they started treating him, and uh, I prayed on over him. He was in a, almost in a coma, and he came out of it. And that was on a, a Monday, the first week of May of 2022. And when he got released, the doctor said to me, "There's no reason his kidneys turned around. There's, there's just they didn't do anything. There's just." It happened. So he's right there on 15% a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. So he's been on 15%, and they do a blood draw and just check him out continually, just seeing where he's at. Because if you go beneath 15, it's dialysis. And for a 94-year-old guy, that's not so easy. So this last summer, we've been praying over him. And we, I was talking to one of the doctors. I said, so how's, how's this kidneys doing you know are, are they still around 15 because you know we're always a little bit nervous is it dropping down is it going up what's going on with his kidneys and the guy sort of nonchalantly goes oh no he's about 30 35 percent now yeah 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 he, he went from stage four right before renal failure to stage three and the guy's like we're cool i'm like okay okay it is amazing because anyone who knows about kidneys yeah yeah, Sheldon knows. Yeah, yeah. So we just give give God all the glory. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. I just I just felt back there that uh, I need to release that as well. That anyone who's having kidney issues, Lord, we just thank you that uh, you are uh, no respecter of persons. That you love and care for every organ in our bodies. And Lord, we just release because you released it through me, and I release it here over the people. Anyone and everyone who has kidney issues to be made whole, healed, and prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen.
I'm Jean, for those of you who don't know me. Um, this past year, um, God really laid on my heart to have a neighborhood prayer watch. And so we've been praying on Thursday, and we've had various people and kids and stuff come uh, into my house and pray together, and I tell them, come for five minutes or come for 30 minutes. But, you know, we keep it short. We pray for the neighborhood. We pray for their families and whatever else, you know, comes up that they need prayer for. And one of the families that's been consistently coming is a older woman um, who lives a few doors down, and her uh, son has had to move in with her because he's had brain cancer, and he has an eight-year-old daughter, and um, the mother of the daughter's been in addiction for years and has not been present in her life, so um, the uh, grandmother told me that, um, you know, she's just so concerned that he's had brain cancer and they didn't expect for him to live longer than six months. That was three years ago. And he's he's still kicking, but when he moved into the house, I would see him walking down the street so he could get some exercise. And this is before I knew him, and his brother would walk with him, and he just barely could walk. Now, fast forward a year, and they've been coming to prayer and I keep praying over him and I said hey we are just going to declare your healing I said I don't care what the senses look like we are going to pray and believe for your healing and so we always do that you know and his his mom would say well I pray for him every day and I go well then we're going to just continue to pray for him to can you know be healed and um so he's been walking and getting stronger and um where this mom was you know almost preparing for him to die, she's now full of hope that he's getting healed. He's now walking 10 miles a day. He does, he does the laps around the neighborhood and stuff, and um, his daughter walks with him. And this is how much the mother's faith has changed. She just built an addition to her house so he has his own place to live. And so they're expecting, and he said, I'm not, I'm not dying. I'm not accepting death. I'm not accepting this cancer anymore. He goes, I'm going to live so I can see my daughter graduate, so I can see her get married. And they're just declaring that. So I declare that even in the, whew, even in the most trying situations when it doesn't look like people are going to get healed, even like Bob, you know. God is faithful, and God will heal if we will just step out and believe. Pray for people. Lay our hands on them, heal them. And this is the year of the open door coming in 2024, and God is going to let us walk through the door and declare his word and heal people. The prodigals are coming home. They have two sons, an older son and a younger son than this man, and Lord, we are praying for them to be healed and delivered. They've been coming around more, and they are being told to come to prayer. So Lord, we pray for them, and we just pray for their deliverance in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
Wow. I think we have room for one more. Okay. Okay, so last Saturday, getting ready for the holidays, I am um, in the kitchen making things, and um, I had earlier that morning texted a family friend, their couple, and actually family, um, and he has been having some health issues, and um, I have texted him, and a as a couple, I text her and him together and ask for updates, um, you know, how are things going? And the doctors haven't really given um, a good diagnosis for him. And so I text back a prayer, and he's grateful and appreciative of that. And um, I stopped that text, and um, while I was cooking, my knee started to hurt. And I thought, all right, I'm just going to take a risk here. And so I texted them back, and I said, hey, by chance, does your knee hurt at all? Because he was talking about that he has pain. Um, I, I didn't really know where, but he has pain throughout his body. And that's one of the symptoms that he's been dealing with. And um, it took him a while for him to respond. And he said, um, actually, no, I'm good. And I said, Paula is yours. And, um, and she said, no. And I said, all right, well, I just, I'm trying to practice hearing from God, and um, I'm celebrating the risk that I just was asking, and um, so I went on my day, and later, like at, th that was in the morning, and later that day at 6.30 or so, she texts me, and she says, I found your knee person, and it was their daughter-in-law, and so I thought, okay, God, just thank you for just confirming that I did hear you, and secondly, whatever you're doing in the family, and I'm gonna contend with what Jean saw, that maybe they didn't see the, the results instantly for that, but that it's a breakthrough opening for knowing the Lord. So I just release that on anybody that has encounters like that, that when we don't see it, he's working. Um, and believing, we're believing that he is working in all situations and all circumstances, no matter what we're seeing and believing. But we believe that he is. So, amen. I, she, was, she was about to move on, but I just remembered one that you guys need to hear. Um, <clears throat> this past Sunday... We prayed for our sister, Debbie Smock, who's in Arizona, remember? And th there was the heart situation. And she asked us to pray for Jehovah Rotorooter. Remember that? <laughs> but um, on Wednesday, I got a text from Steve. Was, this was the day that her procedure was supposed to happen. And he said, <clears throat> he said, great news. God gave Debbie her miracle today. <clears throat> I took her to the hospital this morning checked her in, got to her room, they prepped her, the associate pastor came in and prayed with us, rolled her out for the procedure. I went to the waiting room to greet some of her friends, went back to the room, and five minutes later, they rolled her back in. <laughs> That's pretty quick. Surgeon came in and said her arteries were pristine. Come on. It's amazing. No plaque and no blockage anywhere. The cause of her breathing problems is not conclusive. The doctor speculated it might be spasms of the smaller arteries where they transition into veins having some restriction. Those symptoms can be treated with meds. 
So I brought her home this afternoon and stopped by Starbucks on the way because she wanted a chai latte. Got her home, fed her some potato salad and half a banana. These are important information. She took a nap and is now eating chips and bean dip. God is good. I mean, after you're having heart stuff, you want to eat bean dip? That's cr- All right. That, all right. But that's amazing. Praise the Lord for healing her too. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Wow. Man, that's amazing. And I know that you've got you've done other testimonies throughout the year, like you said, Bob and just other things. And so I just want to encourage you guys just to keep believing and going after. If you haven't seen um, what you're contending for this year, just don't give up and keep going after it because he's faithful. And just while you, while the testimonies were going, I just felt like the Lord wants you to know that you guys are the light of the world. That everywhere you go, you're shining the light of Christ, whether it's praying for someone for healing or it's showing love in a practical way, whatever way he's leading you to do it. Just know that there's a response that you guys can do that is going to change lives because that's what he's put us here for. Amen. So you guys are amazing. I'm going to go really quickly through the rest of what God's been doing here at Overflow. Um, Children's ministry, God has been doing amazing things. I've just been hearing amazing stories. Uh, We need to bring the kiddos in here soon and just do something to show how amazing they are because they're hearing the voice of God prophesying. All you guys who work with kids want to raise your hand real fast. I know that you guys are also blessed and the kids are blessed to have you all um, with them. And it's just amazing to see. um, Yeah, lots of stuff going on. I know that Laura runs in this. That's actually a video, but it's fun. We love Laura and Sheldon and for God uh, blessing overflow for their leadership in children's ministry. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Go ahead and give them a hand. Yeah. Next, we have youth whoop, whoop, with Steph and the Fagans. This is a picture of their latest uh, Christmas party gathering. Is that right? We got some fun videos we got to watch of some lip syncing battles. Um, but yeah, the God is moving in the youth as well. It's just amazing to see how well you guys are leading them and just the love that they, they feel and the trust that's being built in them. And so, um, can you guys give a hand to the leaders of the youth group? You're so faithful. If you haven't picked up by our announcements, youth meets every other week. So you guys are so faithful with that. We appreciate it. Worship ministry. Yep. Are you guys so thankful for the worship team? Sorry I didn't get permission to use this photo from any of you, but, you know, you're on, like, the live stream every week, so I think you already waived your rights to all things. Um, I just wanted to highlight the worship team because they, if you haven't noticed, we don't really have rotations here at this church where we have, like, teams, but they're just so faithful in week after week leading us in the presence of the Lord. And I just feel like worship has gone to another level this year in just the prophetic songs and the anointing and the presence and all of that is because you guys are just pressing in, risking, and just your personal time with the Lord is reflecting up here. So thank you guys so much. Yep. The other serving teams are the greeters, ushers, hospitality, AV, service flow, and ministry teams. These are teams that without them, it would not be fun, as you know. It would not be as fun without having donuts and coffee. Or having a smiling face welcoming you in, or having the sound and 
TVs, right, Dennis? It wouldn't be fun without you. Or the service flow, or the ministry team at the end that prays. So can you guys give a hand for all those teams that are so faithful and diligent? Um, Jesse said I butchered this, which I... That's what I heard. That's what I heard from your... I attempted to look at his podcast and figure out what his sermon series were for the year, and this is what I came up with. I did good. Thank you. So to my understanding, this is what... Let's thank Jesse for everything he does. Yep. Thank you. You're awesome. You are. You can look around and see the... Yep. Okay, I might have exaggerated a bit with the butchering. But seriously, I I know that you, I know personally you spend a lot of time prepping your sermons every week and hearing from the Lord of what he's wanting to um, give the body. And I know some weeks it's harder than others to um, really share what he's wanting you to say because I know sometimes um, it's not always easy with what he has to say. So I just want to commend you from a, as a wife and a partner in building the church that you're faithful to the Lord and doing what he says and always obedient to him no matter what. So we all love you. And keep preparing your sermons. Keep doing that. All right. And as you all know, we have men's coffee and the women's brunch. Karen hosts the women's brunch every year. Jesse and the guys, you guys do your coffee thing here. So... Thank you so much for making space for the women and the men to connect separately. Not that we want to always be separate, but you do provide space for that to happen throughout the year. So thank you guys for that. And there will be more to come, right? This Saturday, there's more to come. Um, In case you didn't know, we had four equipped classes this year. We had our Intro to Overflow Elements, Basic Healing and Prophetic, and Destiny Finders. Did did you guys enjoy those this year? Yep. And there's more to come. I'm so excited. I can't tell you what we're doing yet, but it's going to be good. That's not my part. I'm going to stay focused. Okay, Wednesday night gatherings. As you know, we did a lot of corporate prayer. We did the BSSM missions, which I'm sure we'll do again this March. You guys remember that, where we Zoomed? That was amazing. Prophetic activation and then some oikos nights. That's a... Why did we call him that? (laughs) Just joking. I paid attention to your sermons. I know why. (laughs) Just joking. It's a great word. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was a prophetic declaration of what was to come. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Connection gatherings. Do you guys love the connection gatherings? Can you guys thank Gene and Jane for helping me this year with those? Oh, my goodness. You guys have been such a blessing. We had several game nights, our anniversary at Teeter, and then, of course, the Christmas celebration, and more of those will be next year. And so we just love, as a core value of the church, to come together and really not only just do ministry, but to do fellowship and connection. So thank you guys for coming and participating in them, and we look forward to more. Isn't this so good that we're not at the end? It's just like, we just get to keep going. I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. Other guest speakers, Steve and Wendy, whoop, whoop, they're coming March again. 
Well, I don't know if she is. I have to confirm that. But he is, and I'm working on her. And then the backlands. Wasn't it so fun to have them out? I mean, boxes. They both have Steve on it, you know? And they have bees. So the backlands and the boxes. Aren't they awesome? Yep. I agree. Special events. We had a regional gathering with um, Steve Backlund and Wendy at the vineyard. <clears throat> and then um, that breakfast was here, wasn't it? That feels like so long ago, doesn't it? <sighs> Last March. <clears throat> so we had a pastor's leaders, a pastor and leaders breakfast, and then we went to Kingdom to the Capitol. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> Worshiping at the Capitol. And then, of course, we have Ryan Troyer and Matt Renz that come quarterly to lead worship. Mm -mm. Yep. All right. And then as far as the communication side of things go, we now have a church app that you guys know about, right? Everybody knows about the church app, and we use it, and we communicate through it, right? Yeah, we do. Yep. And then we now have a phone at our church, 2023. Yeah, baby. Got a phone line. <laughs> and now we even have a business card. So we're trying to, if you haven't noticed, increase communication around here so that we can communicate. Right? Yeah. Right. Healthy family communicates well. Yep. And then, um, as you guys know, everything we get, 10% goes out to other things. Um, part of it goes to missions. Uh, do you guys remember the McKissick family that came a couple years ago? Aaron and Sarah. We give to them, and then we gave a year-end gift to them as well. Uh, oh, they're in Tokyo, Japan. For those of you who don't know, they're missionaries to there with, with their kids. Um, apostolic covering, we give to Bethel, Igniting Hope, and Hands That Touch. And then local ministries we gave to this last year are the Pregnancy Choices Indie, which you guys remember doing the bottle drive and getting all that cash for them. Yep. We do that, and we also give monthly to them. Um, Lifesong is a, um, adoption, a Christian adoption agency that we give to to help families who can't afford adoption. Good Samaritan Network, that was the um, gift, the... Christmas gifts that we gave, that's that. Which there's more to come with testimonies with that one. Right? Yep. Compassion to Action, um, that's Chris Overstreet and his evangelism ministry. Love Says Go is Jason Chen and his evangelism ministry. Are you seeing a theme here? Seeing a theme? And then the Carmel Fire Department, we gave to their Safe Haven Baby Box, which Carmel actually has the number one used safe, um, safe, safe haven baby boxes in the whole nation. So isn't that awesome? So, yes. We believe we are here for um, babies and children and families and all of that. Okay, so here's some really cool pictures of the baptism and the candle service. And then people wearing flannel. That just seems fitting to put at the end of the slideshow. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are we good? Or you want to see me? You're good? Okay. So, wasn't this last year amazing yeah, with just what God has done? And I feel like this was just the beginning. I feel like it was like the stretches and the warm-ups, right? Are you guys sensing that in the spirit, or is it just me? And we're going just so much further next year. I think that's why I'm so excited for the new year, is just to know that there's increase coming. There's increase coming in your families. There's increase coming in your personal walk with Jesus. Just I sense like your, the love of the Father is just going to go deeper and deeper in your hearts. And then we're going to just keep going deeper as a family. Isn't that so exciting? 
So I've been told to end this. No, I'm just joking. He didn't really say that. God told me. He said, that's enough. <laughs> you don't have anything for real? I'm trying to pass this thing off, and you're not letting me. Powerfully close it. Yes, I will do that. Powerful close. So let's just all stand up. I just really feel led to, the whole point of this was to really just give thanks to God and just give him glory for all of these things because it's him who does all the work, isn't it? And we get to just kind of show up and see what he wants to do with it. At least that's what I do. I just show up and see what he's going to do. So if you can put your hands out. Yeah, God, we thank you so much for all you've done in 2023. And we just give you all the glory all of the celebrations of the breakthroughs and the healings and the salvations and the reconciliations and the reunifications. We just thank you that you are the God who does the impossible. And we just thank you for the work you're doing in our hearts and our lives in our city and in our nation, God. And we just expect that even as we enter into next year tomorrow, that you're going to just bring increase to what you're already doing, what you're already breathing on. Set our hearts for expectation to see you at work, even when it seems like you're not doing anything. Give us steadfast hope to believe and have faith that even though the circumstances around us may not seem sometimes what looks like victory, that we would know that we stand in a victorious position. And let us just continue to shine the light of Christ everywhere we go, that we would shift atmospheres, that we would point people to Jesus, that the world would just know you and be glorified by our works. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Overflow Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this sermon. For more information, visit overflowindy.com or visit us on Facebook at Overflow Indy.